Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. One of the consistent themes of the Word of God is the suffering of the saints, the sufferings of the saints, that is, those who belong to God. And I want you to know that it is common for those who trust in the Lord to experience times of testing, as you well know. You and I live in a time of testing. Our faith is being tested, and we need to encourage one another in the faith in these days. We need to come alongside those who are perhaps having problems, uh, who are experiencing anxiety, and depression in these times because the enemy is deliberately uh, seeking to hurt the saints of God and by forbidding the saints to assemble together with one another in order to encourage one another. So let me say to you tonight that God hears you, God loves you, God knows what you are going through. And that's why I want to give a brief study uh, this evening from the book of Job. The book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible. It is the oldest book in the Bible. Yes, in the Old Testament, we have Genesis as the first book. That is the book of beginning. But the writing of Job predates that of the book of Genesis. So, And also in this book, in the book of Job, there are three encounters. There is the encounter between Job and Satan. That is chapter 1, chapters 1 and 2. And then there is the encounter with Job and his friends, chapters 3 through 37. And then the encounter with Job and God, uh, chapter 38 through chapter 42. And this book, uh, when we study this book in seminary, we, the professor uh, talked about the freedom of God. And to me, that was, a, that was a terrifying reality. Because when we contemplate the freedom of God and think, who can say, what doest thou? And so with that, we are thankful that God is holy. God is good to us. And God is wonderful in his dealings with us. And I also want you to know that Job never considered himself a victim. He never thought that uh, he was a victim. When you, if you carefully read the book of Job, 
you will find that he was a very godly man. Carefully read his words and carefully consider uh, what he says about his suffering. Uh, in chapter 1 of the book of Job, we, we encounter the number 10. And uh, in verse 2, well, uh, we read in verse 1 that Job lived in the land of Uz, and he was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. Verse 2 reads, he had seven sons and three daughters. We have it, so therefore the number 10. He owns 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels. Once again, we have the number 10. He had 500 yoke of oxen and 500 donkeys. Again, we have the number 10. And he had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. And so in Hebrew, the number 10 is a particularly round number, and it also indicates a sense of real completeness. Then uh, we go down in chapter 1, and there are 10 burnt offerings. The burnt offering uh, here means that which ascends, that which ascends. And it also indicates uh, completeness. And Job, this was his practice because he says at the, at the end of verse 5, perhaps, quote, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts, unquote. Then we read, this was Job's regular custom. And so then... The, uh, we have Job's first test, and uh, the the Satan or the adversary uh, is will test will will test Job. Please understand that in its uh, early on, the word the Satan was not a proper noun. It was more of a title. It, and it was modified by the, uh, we had the article, the, the definite article. So the Satan, that is the adversary, the opposer, or the one who accuses. So uh, the Satan's name appears seven times in the first chapter of the book of Job, indicating the fullness of his evil presence. We have a statement from God in verse 8. Have, quote, have you considered my servant Job, unquote. And then God says, there is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. And so, uh, in the beginning of verse 9, we have uh, Listen to the mind of the devil and listen to the way the devil fashions the sentences. He says, quote, does Job for God for, uh, for nothing, unquote. This is the mind of the devil. This is how he thinks. Uh, Job had been carefully watched by the Satan. And so God will permit Job to be tested under the devil. We read in the book of Mark that, that Jesus was tested under the devil. 
and that is the, the literal uh, Greek. He was tested under the devil. So Job will be tested under the devil, under the, the authority that, uh, to test that uh, the Satan received from God. He is given parameters by which and under which he can test uh, Job. So keep in mind that if you obey God only because of blessings, the shallowness of your faith will appear in times of testing. Matthew seven twenty four and 27, Matthew 13, 20 and 21. Please also understand that God's people are soldiers on the battlefield of faith. But sometimes they are the battlefield. Job will be the battlefield. This uh, testing that he experiences will take place uh, with his possessions, uh, his body, and in his mind. Faith that cannot be tested cannot be trusted. James 1, verses 1 through 8. And 1 Peter 1, verses 3 through 9. So uh, messengers come to Job, and they tell him about what has happened to his family, what has happened to his, and his possessions. Uh, a Sirocco, which is an intense burning wind of major destructive power, comes and destroys uh, the place where his children were. Uh, then Job is taken up into intense grief and sorrow. Uh, they were. This is this was sudden and unexpected grief. And then in verse twenty of chapter one, Job we read got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. That he fell fell to the ground in worship. It is important that we read Job fell to the ground in worship. Job did not fall to the ground in defeat. Job did not fall to the ground as a victim. Job said, naked came I from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Now notice, Job's worship of God takes place in the midst of his affliction. Job is an example of faithfulness under trial, James 5.11. And, and Job 1.22, we read, quote, and all this. Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing, unquote. And so in chapter 2, we have the second test of Job. And, uh, it's, and so he goes on that uh, in verse 7, the Satan went out, uh, uh, quote, so Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job, that is, struck Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the top of his head, unquote. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it 
as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still holding on to your, your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? And all this, Job did not stand in what he said. So Job had bad, in the Hebrew, bad burning ulcers. And notice the symptoms of Job's satanic affliction. Notice how horrible they were. We do not know the precise nature of his illness. This illness is, uh, includes the following symptoms. Uh, he had nightmares in chapter 7, verse 14. He had scabs that, that peeled and became black, chapter 30, verses 28 to 31, verses 28 and 30. Uh, there was disfigurement, and, re- and he had a revolting appearance, uh, chapter 2, verse 12, and chapter 19, verse 19. He had bad breath. Chapter 19, verse 17, excessive thinness. Chapter 17, verse 7. Chapter 19, verse 20, he had fever. Chapter 30, verse 30, and pain day and night. Chapter 30 uh, and verse 17. Job and Job 16, 16, incessant, incessant weeping, a broken spirit. He was surrounded by miserable comforters. Chapter 16, verse 2, he was hunted like a wild animal. Chapter 10, verse 16, he was covered by darkness. Chapter 19, verse 8, he was uprooted like a tree. Chapter 19, verse 10, and he was felt like he was put into a furnace. Chapter 23, verse 10, and all this, and all this suffering, God, Job remained faithful. Job said of himself in chapter 19, verse 25. I'll restart at verse 23. Oh, that my words were recorded and that they were written on a scroll, that they were inscribed with an iron tool on lead or engraved in rock forever. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh will I see God. I myself will see him with my own I am not another. All my heart yearns within me. Unquote. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.